All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Old Mood Podcast, episode 35. It is 35, right? 35, yes. The, the days are starting to blur together. It's mm-hmm. still the subathon is still going. It just never stops. It's still going, y'all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I am Blue Squadron, your host, joined as always by Jay Kuhn. Hi, I'm Jaycoon VT. I'm an Awakening Wisdom main. I do a lot of endgame content such as Olin's Dungeons, and I'm always happy to welcome new players and answer questions about the game. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash VT and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast episode 35. Let's go! Yo, you nailed Let's that, go. buddy. Look at that. I did it. Let oh nobody God. say nobody fools Jaycoon time. 35 times in a row and gets away with time. it. Proud yeah. of you, buddy. First try. And Blonde Bear! Hi, I'm Blonde Bear. Nah, you gotta do better than that. Come on. I'm gonna need more than that. Uh, I'm Blonde Bear. I like to grind. You can catch me on twitch.tv slash Blonde Bear. Um, thank you for having me, guys. What's up? Of course they have you. You're a, you're a host <laughs> on the party. show, Blonde. Let's yeah. Go. You're a host. And I like to party. <laughs> yeah, that's your catchphrase. You gotta get, make up your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you need a better intro, Blonde. We'll work on it for next week. It's fine. Um, but actually we have a lot to talk about this week because we have Land of the Morning Light Part 2 teased part two. at like essentially like I, I I'm not even sure what this thing was. It was like a Korean like convention oh, or like what does anyone know? It was called like G Star or something. Yeah, so like the, the was... Korean G Star, which is like their um E three. Which we don't do E three anymore. Like it hasn't happened like Wait, the last two years, right? right? Isn't that kinda weird? Me. You're right. I just realized <laughs> what the heck? Where's E three but <laughs> Koreans still love games, though. That's what's important. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. That's what happened to it. <laughs> well, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's what started everything. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no. So, Land of the Morning uh, Light Part 2 is teased. Have you guys seen these images yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are pretty cool. What do you guys think? Blonde Bear, what are your initial thoughts on this? First of all, we didn't even have confirmation that we were going to get Land of the Morning Light Part 2. We didn't know which expansion. It was yeah, I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. Demon Zone before that. That was what I, I was think. thinking we were going to be getting sometime soon. But yeah, getting uh, that teased before Demon Zone is pretty interesting. But I think that, you know, the Calpheon Ball, we're going to be looking at stuff. Just from my first impressions, I'm just hoping, like, you know, cool, maybe some new bosses, but please let there be a grind spot. Please. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's a big old valley picture, and I'm hoping that that's going to be a nice big old valley of monsters I can kill. Yeah, I mean, I did I did not expect Land of Morning Light to, to be the next region. I was kind of hoping, as Blondre said, the, the north of Valencia, you know, mm-hmm. Land of Demons to be the next region. The reason being, like, in terms of gear progression, you know, Ator Shoes was, is the last piece armor to be upgraded to Slumbering Origin armors. So naturally, the next progression part was Slumbering Origin weapons. And I remembered, I don't know if anybody remembered, but there is a Hashin uh, video, like the trailer for it, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of depicted him guarding the gates to the Land of Demons. And yeah. if you looked carefully, if you paid attention, like the gates were like covered in like blast, Black Star influence, right? Mm. And it even stated that there was supposed to be another meteorite similar to Star's End that's supposed to descend. Um, and I don't know, maybe it already has descended in the Land of Demons, which seems to have the Black Star in- influence as seen from the trailer. Maybe that's why it's called the Land of Demons. I don't know. And so with Black Star being the best weapon in the game, yeah, where else to put a Black Star upgrade or something? Uh, 
than an area influenced by another black star, you know? This that'd be an interesting lore complicate. Uh, yeah. Not complication, but complicate. I mean, I'm curious if that's going to mean that. Well, because we know that the Black Desert is from the meteorite of like Blackstone shattering the desert and creating this mass quantity of these materials. I'm really curious if that means that um, maybe this is that initial landing site that led to the desert and the richness going to the desert. Maybe this is that landing zone for that original meteorite of the Black Spirits because they kind of retconned some lore and have changed some things. So I'm mm -hmm. curious if that's going to tie into that. So that would be pretty cool. So mm -hmm. I know about the initial landing of the Black Spirits, but for <laughs> those there, right? but for those listeners that don't know and perhaps maybe didn't read the lore and maybe may have just hit R through that, could you explain that a little bit more? Um, I, uh, so the black spirit is literally like venom. It's like a symbiote that comes and they were, they were on this random meteor in space. The meteor crashed somewhere near Valencia. And that's what created all the black stones. So we have sharps and hards that originally came from the desert. Uh, all of our enhancing materials are technically shards of this one gigantic meteor that struck the planet that, uh, hit, you know, a long time ago and caused basically what it is. That's what shattered the, all the black spirits into a million pieces. That's why we have one black spirit that actually has lost his memory. And then throughout the main story of the quest line, throughout like Medea and other things, he like goes corrupted. He gets out of you. And then he's like, I'm evil now. And then you beat him up and he's like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then you go back in you. And you also, obviously as the story goes, you have amnesia as well. Um, mm -hmm. and you, you know, know, just you know what else I remember? Wait, that's actually, what happens that? during the Valencia quest line. I always That's thought that that was kind of just a weird trip. Yeah, like I didn't realize. The that... primarily about meeting the king and stuff like that. It's not necessarily about them, that other stuff. You know oh, what? Wow. I also remember when you mentioned like the like the the black star coming was mm -hmm. Sage's lore, right? He was this architect of Atarax, and he created it right. as the last stronghold against this mm -hmm. calamity called the Black Star, and he truly believed it was the end of the world. And then he lost his memories or something, and then he became right. a gearlet, and that's when the player starts. He became right. a gearlet, he said. He yeah. well, he had like a he saw the future. He said, "Hey, we got this big thing coming." Everybody completely ignored him. He said, "I'm going to go train in my hyperbolic time chamber." He went in there, and or actually, people locked him in there, reset the timer, so he didn't wake up in time. He woke up after all of his people were annihilated. That's what the ancient weapons are. That's why they fight us is mm -hmm. because they're trying to destroy the black spirit essence inside of us um, for the like story. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he he designed the history of weapons too, like the ancient Correct. weapons too. Yes. As well. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's I mean, I think the ancients as like a species because he's like an ancient uh, designed the materials, but he was the one that was like a big push for it. And, it, um, you know, they kind of just ignored him and like, OK, but. Yeah, I feel like so... we're digressing a bit from the Land of Morning Light part. No, no, I like it. I like Sorry. it. I'm learning. Bro, I'm over here learning. I mean, I knew all of this stuff, and I was just listening you, you did, intently. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, uh, what? so now that we know we're not getting Land of Demons and all of this crazy stuff, and we're getting Land of the Light Part 2, what does that imply for our main storyline? Like, we, we had Yon, like, we had Yonwa, like, leave at the end of this storyline. So, like, what are mm -hmm. we kind of expecting here as we move into this expansion like, I, are we expecting her to come out as super evil? Because, honestly, I kind of like the morally ambiguous way mm -hmm. that she left. Yeah, I, I don't think she's, um, like, really evil, per se. She, like, her intentions, I don't know if anybody paid attention to the Land of Morning Light questland, but her intentions was to um, protect her brother, right? The king, right? Mm -hmm. uh, her baby right. brother, she, whom she essentially raised like a mother because, you know, she was much older, right? Um, but it's interesting how what direction they're gonna take. I don't think they're gonna make her either. I feel like there's something to do with Elezra. 
maybe (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah Uh, but i I do know that there you know um if you were um uh going through the quest line uh, there was a lot of mention i think in the wusa and megu lore uh, videos as well and there was like four episodes the twin episodes um on the uh prolibus website sorry uh youtube channel um they talked about the two schools Juado uh, school and uh wudo school fighting over these black stones because they had so much power right that's why they were like at odds with each other and stuff like that so i feel like it might continue that storyline because they mentioned um that we're going to be getting introduced to the megu and wusa hometowns and so i feel like we might have a storyline involving those two sisters again as you know because they are they're also adding on um, that if you saw uh, in the picture there was like this arena thing uh and apparently that's supposed to go into the, the arena of champions arena. <laughs> yeah Laura Laura of musa who's who's also from land of morning light i'm not sure i think tamer's also from land of morning light if i'm not mistaken i can't a lot of them are yeah. a lot of them are yeah so we might go into more lore of those classes who we didn't really get into uh, in the mainland, right? Because the mainland, you know, the warrior, I think, um, Valkyries from Calpheon or something like that, et cetera, et cetera. So it'd be interesting to see more lore about the characters that we've been playing for so long that we've finally reached another continent, you know? So that's what yep. I'm thinking. Yeah. Wizard and Witch from another dimension, you know, yeah. all these characters just Wait. all over the place, right? Wait, are Wizard and Witch really from another dimension? Yes. Yeah. They teleported from another dimension mm-hmm. to this world. Oh, I'm learning mm-hmm. stuff, bro. Today is learning down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm educating myself. Okay. Based on the screenshots, because we only got like what two. There's like the big valley, and then there's the the phoenix yeah. thing, right? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I really hope they do add another boss blitz. I mean, that would be a really cool recurring thing if every few months they added a cool new boss they designed. Uh, but I'm really hoping that big valley is like um, going to be specifically related so to grinding. I, mm-hmm. I think there's actually going to be a new world boss because the image of that phoenix area is called phoenix nest which sounds similar to garmoth's nest which houses garmoth right and i I feel like a phoenix world boss would be really cool and additionally like uh garmoth was actually the very last world boss that was added in 2018 so it's literally been five years going on six years and i think a phoenix boss would be amazing if not it, it might be a i don't know an arena for a phoenix boss blitz instead you know mm-hmm. um because we do get a lot of um uh uh mention about bong Huang, right because we know right. bong Huang. bong Huang, i think bong Huang is the translation to phoenix from korean if i'm not mistaken i don't know korean so but they they do mention bong you know bong Huang in bong Huang's tier um which was originally translated as phoenix tears um when you know in the in like garmoth.com right whenever they did the previews for the new crystals and stuff like that and then they changed it back to bonghong so i i do feel like a phoenix will be uh, a really big important lore stuff um or a content stuff in the line of one light part two so yeah i hope they aren't discouraged by the feedback i feel like a lot of people like were like oh great unskippable stories quest lines but honestly like mm. Like, yeah, that's like 5% of the 95 other percent of the game that you're going to be PvPing and PvEing. I really hope they do put a lot of effort in, like, the story and stuff. Like, I really... It was a yeah, thorough experience, even though it was only a week long. 
it was a fun <laughs> thorough experience going through Land fun. of the Morning yeah, Light. And then the journal having you run around and just, again, explore these beautiful zones that are all like handcrafted. My, my main disappointment <laughs> is that we didn't get to grind in any of it. We went there, did a thing, and then that was like kind of it. We didn't get to really live there and experience there. Like I go there once a week and I do my stuff and I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And then I'm going back to whatever my routine is. And that's the, I'll, the main thing I'm disappointed in. And I'm hoping they do add like maybe another well on the other side of the mountain um, for that. Okay, two really things. Cool. Two things. First yep. thing, um, yeah, the, the it's possible to have a really good storyline, but also allow people to skip it who don't want or don't care about that storyline. Sure. So like, that's the that's the balance they should strike. Make it good, continue to improve it, make it better. But for the people that want to skip it, like, there's a reason typically that they want to skip it. And people like I wouldn't necessarily skip it on the first go through if it was really good. Uh, but like if I'm doing it for the second, third, fourth, fifth time, I want to skip it. Like right now I'm on my new brand new EU account. I would like to skip it because I've already seen it all. Right. So like it should be yeah. skippable. That drives me nuts. Two, Maybe. there ain't no fucking way that you actually liked running around finding the Dokebi chests. I 100% is... loved it. Ask Cezanne. I, I went nuts. and I said, all right, I said, all right, uh, Cezanne and a bunch of friends. I said, we're all going to do it together. I got him, Teagues, and a bunch of other people. Oh, friends we're all sitting way. in a okay. Discord mm -hmm. and we just all bundled up and I was like, I was like the fucking teacher at school with the little kids on the bus and I'm like, all right, one, two, three, we got everybody. Okay, we're going over to the next <laughs> it spot. Fun, but it actually sounds Run fun. on over. I loved it. Doing it maybe solo is probably a little boring, but doing it with friends made it 20 oh, yeah. times better. Yeah, I, I, I had a blast. I also the did it with friends. friends. Yeah, I did it with all my all my friends over in Corrupt all came with me the whole time. It was great. They threw me off oh. of cliffs and set up stun traps at uh. every single chest. It was awesome. It was so much fun to do well, that quest that line with my awesome. friends. They're such good friends. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I honestly, I hated, uh, realistically speaking, I hated running around looking for the Dokebi chest. I think that most people probably did. I think the idea of a scavenger hunt that makes you explore the world is good, so long as it is not required to push your gear score forward. I'm actually curious what your take is, Blonde, if you like that. What's your current take on the adventure logs? Do you like the way they're set up? Because yeah, I currently... I, I love it. I, I hate, have the complete opposite opinion. <laughs> I hate adventure logs that gate essential stats behind, um, like, these... Like, what I would consider to be um, Easter eggs, right? I think that like adventure logs should be more like Easter egg content where you complete the Easter or you complete the adventure log and you get a super cool outfit for your class, right? That is like custom. And in order to get the adventure log, you have to do something. You have to go off the beaten path and maybe find something that, you know, other adventurers probably wouldn't have found. So it's like a reward for doing extra stuff, but it's not necessarily sheet stats. I hate gating sheet stats behind more ridiculous questing. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I really like that. I like the sense of a... Like, we already have so many levels of progression that's automatically guaranteed to us through the game and the gameplay. And, like, having these little... Tr to me, it's basically a treat whenever we get a new, like, thing because it's an event that I can do with either my friends or my guild or whoever I'm doing it with. Be like, hey, guys, I'm going to go do this thing. I'll guide us all through it. I'll, I, but I'm a, I'm a huge, like, guide follower. Like, I'll pull up the guide. I'll have the video. Hello, and I'm, like, watching it. Do this, do that. So that's... I mean, that's just my my opinion like that's the stuff i like to do i'm a big cookie cutter follower so any kind of guide or anything literally on my elden ring playthrough which i i know you're playing through mm -hmm. i literally have a youtube guide that's like okay you're gonna run over here and kill this boss run over here and kill this thing and i, I absolutely love it because 
I'm experiencing it my own way, but also not missing anything. So I, I kind of tie that thing together sort of in my mind, and I, I love it. I, I like the idea that, to me, there's already so much easy progression that having something a little difficult, having something you actually have to do, having some sort of work you have to put into it means that, like, you care and the effort there is is rewarded. But I do understand what you're saying where having to put effort towards something that's completely unrelated doesn't seem like fun or enjoyable or good. I just think we have too many dopamine buttons already that like to me, any kind of resistance is like perfect. Like I, I love that stuff personally. In fairness, that is true. Your experience with enhancing is just succeed idiot versus my <laughs> experience with enhancing is much more of a struggle situation. Um, yeah, yeah Jay, I just, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I really don't. Just, I don't understand. Why don't, when you click it, it just, it just didn't, it didn't just actually go to the next play level. Just play really weird. fun, click some gear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jay, what's your thoughts on, like, the adventure I, log situation? Did you like you know, going around like, finding the Dokebi chest? Did you like that? I didn't that? mind it. I, I didn't hate it. Um... It's, but I'm like in the middle. Like I don't hate it. I don't like particularly like. I'm a fan of it. You know, at the same time, you know. But I'm just also I'm not sure exactly how they should like if they like you said. Oh, I hate gated. I hate gating sheet stats behind. Um, you know these little Easter egg thingies. But how how should they gate it? Like how should they implement uh sheet stats? Um, like how should they be earned? You know, should they maybe remain just on gear? You know what I mean? Like as like a little reform upgrade or whatever you know no i kind of like that i mean there's a million different ways they can introduce mm -hmm. stats to the game like there's there's a lot of different ways that they can do that whether it be just grinding for an item or doing the dungeon i would much rather have it gated behind the, the dungeon is fine um like or like honestly i'd like to have content that is exclusively gated behind the dungeon um but i'm mm -hmm. probably in the minority there i want to get like a big like box that. at the end and there's only an exclusive boss drop that you can only get from the end of the dungeon via RNG. Or some title. Yeah, like, yeah costume, title, so, leaderboard, stuff about, like that. Let's say you kill, um, every time you kill a dungeon, I don't know, you get like a, a little dungeon essence. And then once you get like 100 essences, you can get one sheet AP. Is that what you mean by like gating it? through the dungeon or something like that um yeah you, you could well not really like i again like i i like adding stats to the game through like the end so you finish the dungeon the first time mm -hmm. you get an ap if you wanted to or like you finish that um that entire mm -hmm. playthrough the first time or like you said you could do an essence thing but that requires you to grind the dungeon i don't necessarily like mm -hmm. grinding the dungeon as much as i like wanting to go do the dungeon so that i can get a rare drop that only drops through the mm -hmm. dungeon Right, like I like walking mm, into that okay. final room and seeing like a hundred chests and picking one and knowing that one of them has the thing that I really want in there. I don't know. Like I, I really enjoy that because it's again, it's group content that you get to do and it's mm -hmm. gated and you know there's RNG gate there, so it's like re there's a lot of replayability as long as the mechanics feel mm -hmm. good uh, and fun and stuff like that. So that's the kind of thing that I like. Now that being said, I hate the Dokebi chest so much I feel like Anakin on the slope, <laughs> um, screaming at Obi Wan, but like. Uh, I, I I can I can see Blonde Bear's take on it. Do you guys think we're gonna get another adventure log, um, in this in this new expansion? I don't think so. I I don't think so. And maybe if they tied it specifically to the um, like the zone itself and more lore based stuff on that. Like if they did literally a Dokebi Chest 2.0 because they want us again. I no. I think the whole purpose was to 
hey, we have this massive world and you're probably not going to go to any of it, but we want you to look at all the work and effort we put in. And the Jokebi chest is sort of that like, um, like that uh, other sided hand of like, hey, we built this and so now you get to look at it and here's the exploration of that world. Mm. If they did something like that again, I, I mean, I'd like it, but I, I, I know I'm not in the majority because oh my god, again, no dopamine button just give me it for free already like i don't want to have to do something i don't want to do which i, I get they maybe change the um rewards to rather than like sheet stats or like something you would definitely want for your account what if it's like an optional thing let's say i don't know you finish the entire doku chest and you get like a guarantee tier, which you don't technically have to do the it, it'll always be mandatory any kind of gain in any way shape or form is always going to be a mandatory really? thing players will always be max i mean yeah. i think that's also why the reason we don't have like easy tags to shine because if shy was easy to tag everybody would tag it because everybody would want it in every single group you know what I mean? Mm. I just that's just my thought on it. I feel like yeah. people will always min max everything out of everything. Yep, absolutely. That's why I don't like getting. I want more exclusive titles. I want more like that's what the MMO communities love so much is just flexing your EP on people, mm -hmm. right? You're like mm -hmm. you're walking through mm -hmm. towns. Like how do you get that outfit? I want people to look. I want that sense of exploration. I want people to look at my character and go, wait, how did he get that outfit? And then I'll be mm -hmm. like, oh, Tim, sneaky, mm -hmm. sneaky. You know, I was gathering moss sap and I discovered yep. this. Like, like, you know, oh like, my God, you've got Nuver. That's crazy. Like when that first came out and people were getting it, like everybody was talking about that or the titles too. Like yeah. the first few like really cool titles that had unique colors. I mean, we haven't had a, what is that event? The summer event in like so long. Oh, and man, that's yeah. also another big Mysteries thing. Mysteries of summer. I miss that. Mysteries of summer. Well, honestly, <laughs> right. well, the, the problem is the community killed that event. Um, yeah. 100%. They had they had rock look deep, and the community actually just ended <laughs> those CMs' careers. Okay, that was that was that the was end of it. Unforgivable. They never, yeah, they mentally never recovered from that quest. <laughs> rock look. That was that was the honestly was one of the time. biggest mistakes ever. I couldn't believe that. Rock look deep. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> thing to ever happen to BDO ever, <laughs> ever. It couldn't have been life. that bad, bro. It's not that right. bad. It was, it was okay. Were you were you there doing a Discord with all these people doing the research and and you were in Tariff looking at the walls and looking back and looking at the board and looking at this and looking at that and it's and, and it ends up being a Freemason symbol that has a G on it and you had to press G to pop up the guild finding menu. That's what it was. And if you're in a guild, you would never see that. So like the thought process for looking, I, I was just. Holy crap. It was the most I, I it's well, unforgivable. Really passionate. Unforgivable. I to be loved it mainly because I wasn't doing it. I loved oh, watching it was I bet it was content to watch. Yeah, I loved watching all of you losing your fucking brain cells trying to chase after this mysteries of summer event. It was the highlight of the year. Was watching people like mindlessly I'm like look I'm like doing my daily quest for Termian, right? I'll never forget this. I'm like, I'm like swimming out to the pirate ship. There's a quest where you, do, you had to swim out into the water. You had to dive deep. And then you had to like interact with this like coral, right? And I come yeah. up to the surface and I look to my right. And there is a Mewa cussing out another Musa who is trying to jump to these invisible platforms. You can't even see what they're jumping on. There's just a Musa moving up and down like this in the, in the middle of the air. And there's, mm -hmm. he's standing on seemingly nothing. And the Mewa had missed the jump and just fell off and was literally cussing out the Musa in general chat. Like, watching this happen, 
when watching these people jump onto these moving platforms that you can't even see was so funny. It was so much fun to watch. Honestly, I wish they would bring it back. Honestly, even well, if it's the Rock Look Deep, that's well, that so was a funny. different. The Rock Look Deep was a text adventure based on I think our scenes oh, yeah. on NAEU. That was a different than the actual like when they actually code into the game the um, platforms and all that. I really enjoy the platform stuff. Like when um, uh, Vigors and I'm a Cutie Pie and everybody were playing, and yeah. I was showing like Vigors how to do the. We crawled to the top of Necropolis uh, in Sherikon and yep. we were doing the jump puzzles. That stuff was really a lot of fun. I, I really do like that stuff. The text adventure was fun for some of it but some of it was so not cool such a good time hot, does anyone remember the hot air balloon mechanic where you had to yep, like had a log off yep. and then come back in and then hope that, that was some tough timing thing? i mm -hmm. hated that i oh my god that was some tough timing because <laughs> some 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 people's like computers couldn't even do it like no would, yeah like you would load too slow you sounds like a skill diff to be honest it. yeah mm -hmm. sounds like a skill diff to be and honest so, it's <laughs> yeah literally so you, you actually you were what's the word? you were like gated by your hardware outside of the game which yep. i felt was very unfair yeah for sure now moving okay let's move back to our topic a little bit because we we, we, yeah. we diverged <laughs> we, no no that's amazing we love doing that um yeah but if we look over at land of the morning light part two we did talk about the questing mm -hmm. which was a big part of the first expansion which is why i kind of wanted to leave that discussion off uh, but the second thing mm -hmm. I want to look at is the actual content. And by actual content, I mean the developers tease. They said, hey, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach. We understand that people weren't as happy with Land of the Morning Light in terms of like PVE content. Um, do you guys think this means more boss blitz? Or do you guys think that they're actually going to have monster zones? In I Land think of the monster morning? zones. I you think, think monster so? Zones. Like, well, I, uh, they've been looking for a way to do more extra stuff like choice and i had this conversation a long long time ago where it's like hey let's uh why does Nvidia add more things like runescape where you can just do these activities you've reached the gear score you can do these activities and like i think that the boss list was like a push in that direction same thing with the dungeons same thing with like the altar of blood all these things uh the shadow arena was one of those types of things but some of them kind of hit or miss some of them like people need to get some sort of reward some things have to be like literally inherently fun and i feel like they're really scared about taking risks and boss blitz was cool but yeah at the end of the day people like going over there for 30 minutes doing their stuff and logging out some amazing people are going out there and refreshing their level 7 green uh well, for their heroes. server because they're heroes. yes 100 yes. absolute heroes uh they're amazing those people mm -hmm. are great um but yeah, it's it's kind of. I think they're gonna probably go back to the grinding because they're like, we, this has worked for us and seems to continue working for us. And I, I don't know. If, it's so hard to see whether or not PA is gonna do like a like a big risk thing or not. You know what I mean? Um, it's tough. I don't know. They took a, a risk with Land of the Morning Light, or they took a risk True. with like the boss blitz. I don't think that their problem mm -hmm. is taking risks. I think their problem is following up. I think they actually kind of nailed True. it with boss blitz. I just I think that. It. Yeah, when that the boss blitz initially came out, it was a huge success. People loved it. People loved going over there, blah, blah, blah. But like, mm -hmm. then they just kind of stopped touching it for a while. The rewards fell out mm -hmm. of favor. And now no one... I'm sorry, I can't be man. I don't want to go through two load screens that could potentially crash my game, run all the way to the thing, <laughs> then run two, two load screens all the way back just to get back to the mainland. Yeah, it should be it. something like a menu pop-up or something like that. Uh, yeah. where you just like queue up and you go right in. Um, it, yes. Lost Ark had the same thing where you would have to go specifically to a town board to specifically open a thing. Then eventually they retroactively cha they changed, not retroactively, they changed the thing where it's like now you can open up a menu just on your screen and just it'll teleport you in with your group or whatever. And I think that probably eventually that's what need to needs to happen. I think similar to um, 
like pit of a dying. What, what you were yeah pit of a dying too would be really nice like that i think that's like the the essential thing with um sorry what you were saying about um oh my god i lost my train of thought um it's the essential part of oh my god Bro, i i just i'm <laughs> doing this on gotcha challenge. yeah i lost my train of thought too well <laughs> uh, honestly jay how do you feel about it what do you think they should do do you think there's going to be new monster zones i think there's going to be both a mixture of both because i feel like the boss splits is like for, you know if you just look at the menu of it there's three earth sorry three fire bosses three moon bosses three four earth bosses so i feel like they're trying to expand it right like imugi was the first sort of expansion to it and so i think i feel like they've they've built that system to be expanded upon so i do think there's going to be more boss splits in the future um with land of wonderland part two in addition to um Branson's because I think um for landing morning light you know there's a lot of people who did their did their quest line and then they did their boss splits for the week or sometimes they don't even do their boss splits for the week and you don't get to experience a lot of the the because they had some really interestingly designed mobs right and it sucks that you only get to experience these new mobs during the quest line so I have a feeling they might create some grind zones for the new zone and, and utilize these assets for the expansion of the region so yeah, I hope that's so. what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the, do you think the grind zones are going to be party grind zones, or do you think that they're going to be so? I think that they will. Please, I'm going to be honest Please, with you. PA. I think that mo I think that they'll <laughs> have at least one to two party grind zones, and that is because they just released Ulikita, and there's nothing in Odalita that does party grind zones. <laughs> I have a feeling there might be a five man party grind zone because the only five man party grind party grind zone we have right now is Gryphons, Upper Gryphons, Uppies, and so. And Uppies has been around since 2017, technically, right? Since Kama yep. Civil first release, right? Kama release. They, they haven't had another one since. So, hey, you know, we could do another one seven years later. Let's technically, we, <laughs> technically, eventually, we were able to make Miramaka five-man grind spot. But that's, you know, that is what it is. It doesn't really exist anymore. Well, now you have Gyphon, like Upper Gyphon. Yeah, now we have reformed uppies, which is something people begged for for such a long time, and it's nice to have it um, um, changed. I'm curious if you guys think that we are actually going to get, um, and this is an important question for Jay, too. We have not heard anything about the final level of the dungeon. I think that we're going to get it in the mm. Calpheon Ball, or that they're going to announce it. Do you guys, like, I haven't heard heads or tails nope. of it, though. I feel like that they would have teased it, but maybe they only wanted to tease the, the new region. I I think it's a complex balancing thing. Um, the dungeons currently, even the speed run for all three, take about 45 minutes, maybe, mm -hmm. if you're, like, pretty good. Um, and if you're, like, an average group of people, it takes, like, an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on what happens in your group. So I think it's a... They're trying to logistically see, like, okay, do we make it so that the third one rewards for the first two dungeons and maybe you just do three and four? Or the fourth completion maybe completes two rewards so you get double chests but not from something because i don't i can't see them wanting to maybe do something that's going to take people two hours to do because i think this third dungeon is going to be the biggest and longest i think in my i, I think in my opinion do you think so jay jay you're the, uh, jay i would say hi uh, blonde you probably know a lot about the dungeon too but i think jay is obviously mm -hmm. the yeah. the foremost he's expert. the master you yeah. both no, no honestly he's the master you know what killed me is that pa had that dungeon event i was like na versus eu i was like oh we have jay we win automatically and then they didn't have jay <laughs> on the thing i was like is it because he was just too busted 
Did they just have to nerf you? They just couldn't let you on the show? No, it's like, okay. Like, sometimes they have me. Sometimes they don't. I'll take any opportunities I get. But if they don't, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. Jesus. Some of those members but... were like part of a team that did a like literally NA world record for that. So I think that was the idea. Yeah, well, we no, dominated EU for that anyway. So fuck them. One hundred percent. Yeah. NA um, represent. Uh, yeah, we beat EU every single time we actually do anything. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, that him. being said, Jay, how do you feel about the dungeon? You know all the lore and stuff, Jay. What is the dungeon wrap-up? What is the big thing that we have to do? Well, every time we're going to fight a boss, Elezra's there. So I have a feeling it's it's going to be about Elezra. I'm sorry. I know you hate Elezra. No! You're always like... <laughs> <laughs> her really again? No Elizabeth. way! No, it's because I don't have anything against her. It's that they used her for every. She's main character in the main story, and in every succession hmm. quest, whoever NPC that you're talking to by the end of the quest line has turned into a Lesra. You're like, you again? <laughs> no way! Like, no, it's just stupid, bro. That can come up with something new. Maybe honestly, she is, she is this is the a big baddie. <laughs> silver lining here. We kill her, and then she's not. She can't be a part of anything anymore. Uh, well, you know, they they could do something with the Black Star, right? Because I do think the Black Star is also like a really big, um, like lore, 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 uh, lore heavy impact into the story of BDO, um, in terms of both power and and moving the you know you know moving the lore. What do you call it? The storyline. Moving the storyline across, right? There's there's always been um that influence that the Black Star is going to destroy the world, right? And so maybe Ataraxian being the last stronghold against the Black Star would be a plot point for them to use as a theme for it, you know? So that's what I'm thinking. No. Maybe the sage has something to say about it, you know? But he forgot everything, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sage is clearly the main character of the whole storyline, anyways. So. <laughs> um, but like, I don't like. So Jay, what would you have them do with the final dungeon? Is there anything that you would have them like improve, like innately, on um, how you're running the dungeon every week? What about if the fourth dungeon was not a dungeon but a raid instead? You know, it would be like a twenty. Okay, what's the difference? Tune. Right. Oh well, you you need twenty people instead of five. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Hey, any large scale PvP con PVE content PVE, that I can yeah. shot call is a mm -hmm. huge W. Not just for me, but for all of the different. content creators. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But for everybody, I think yeah. everyone would love to get together. If there's one thing people yeah. love to get together and do in this game, it's PvP. But if there's one thing I think that they would love even more, it's cooperative PVE. I think that everyone together, can get yeah. on board. Yeah, I think that everyone can get on board with cooperative PvE, PvP. Some people just don't like the toxicity that goes into it, right? Um, so, mm. like, I think that that would be absolutely huge if they did that. It would be so, so cool. Yeah, it'd be a much different dynamic than than a five-man. Because I think they've they've really, like, if you look at the mechanics from the first dungeon to the second dungeon to the third dungeon, they've, like, I, I think they've really improved upon their, like, they're capable of making some really meaningful, interesting mechanics. Uh, and they've learned their lessons from before. Like the first one was really easy, right? The second one was quite hard. I don't know if you were there back in, Oct I think it was October 2021. Oh, I Sakraya, watched. Yeah, was, I watched it was that. painful. Yep, I was not um, <laughs> a big creator then. I watched Vert try it again and again. I forget who was in his group. Mm -hmm. Again and again and again and again. 
Uh, like in the third dungeon, I, th I think they nailed the the difficulty of that. And then a twenty man platoon, right? Um, is is going to be is it's good? It's going to really test um the whoever's developing the dungeons, the the mechanics to deal with twenty people, right? This it's it's a very very different mechanic. I don't know if you've rated in. Um, or I don't know if you played uh, World of War. I know Blonde Bear has played World of Warcraft. I've played right? it a little bit, yeah. And and there's um there's definitely like when you, when you do the dungeons in World of Warcraft, it has a very different dynamic from a, a raid set. Obviously, because there's so much more people, it's a lot more, it's a lot bigger and grand. And I think that's what we need in in BDO is something grand to do. <laughs> Yeah, I and think, think so too. Dungeon is is an opportunity to do that. So yeah, that would be so sick. Maybe that's why it's taking them so long. Copium. Yeah, I um, think that's one hundred percent why it's taking them so long. Because Elezra is a huge character in this story. Apparently, our characters because we have amnesia, right? Our characters worked with Elezra before we were amnesified or whatever, right? Before yeah. we got amnesia and were combined with the Black Spirit, she worked. We worked with her for a long time. She's even in our succession quest line to assist us with that. Um, but she's like been a prominent character throughout all the story. She stole Zarka's soul. She tried to bring the Three Days of Darkness in Medaya uh, in like the Tariff stuff. And um, you know, we've there's been like a lot of stuff involving her. And then the dungeons, she's kind of obtaining more and more power. But it's um. There's been, like, theories of, like, if she's another key character, like, is she a Doom or a representative of Doom? People think she's maybe a servant of a Doom, and maybe this will be the current day and age version of her trying to get enough power to bring him back through the Sylvian realm. Like, it just depends on where they kind of want to go for it. Um, and this leads maybe into the Demon Zone, too. I, we'll probably get the fourth dungeon before the Demon Zone, and then... Mm -hmm it'll move into that we probably defeat her but after she's maybe completed the mission and that's why the orzekia which is an ancient dwarven kingdom by the way if you didn't know um is like like maybe that's because it's all related to kama sylvia and odalita and gran and all that stuff where the elves have like this alt alternative realm that was taken over by hadoom so it really depends on if this like final dungeon is going to be like hey like we finally get to her and then we have a mini boss and a mini boss and then we have her and then we defeat her but she's completed her mission and then there's going to be like day like this huge evil darkness realm and that's going to lead into the demon zone where we got to go to the demon zone to purge a bunch of stuff like it, it they, they could tie it in i really hope they tie it in um but she's going to be, like, super powerful at this point because of the... Or she could be, like, one of those, like, oh, she's doing all this evil stuff, and then she's like, actually, I'm going to save the world! And, you know, turn on <laughs> Hadoom last minute or something stupid. Mm -hmm. It depends. Well, I remember there was, um, there was this, like, wasn't there, like, a big, giant, a Black Spirit invasion that happened a long time ago? You know, maybe the media also tie in that. Yeah, the me the meteor. the meteorite striking caused a million black spirits and yeah. like she's absorbing all of them, but I think she has all of them except for ours or whatever. Uh, that's like what the work that we did with her. Um, Maybe it happens. Again. She like utilizes Maybe their power. Repeats it repeats itself, and there's another black spirit and another black star that comes down. Um, well, that's that like literally the darkness. the stars end. What was to be a world boss is like. Mm -hmm. um hadoom being being brought into our realm it's the it's the god or ayat that's what the the weapons named after is the mm -hmm. the god or ayat is what was supposed to be being spawned and that's like that boss that was supposed to be there mm -hmm. that we saw like teaser footage of um so it's possible she may be trying to do another one of those where they're bringing in the, basically literally the black sun over to you know land on our planet and take over the world it, it really the motivations are what are unclear but there's obviously something going on and i i think that's on purpose right yeah no, I think it's going to be super sick. Um, I'm really hoping that it's that like large scale 
uh, PVE content. Uh, like you said, like if Jay's right, we get 20 people in a red light. That's what I think the big thing that BDO is missing is just like co-op, big cooperative PVE content like, that we can all get together. See, and that's, that's like, I think the tough thing to sort of like not balance, but motivate players to do is like, you know, we can get in plats and we can go kill world bosses. Everybody tags, everybody does whatever. Oh, we do a five man dungeon. Like we can get together. We can do that. But creating content that's scaled well for like 20 people to be in a plat to go into something and everybody instances correctly and stuff i think that the 20 player limit to a plat would be probably one of the best ways to do it if they could figure it out because it it's like you feel like you have enough people but it's not like only five people where it's like okay we got five people and everybody's going to do their part it's like in a 20 man raid especially like we were talking about in world of warcraft it's like you know we can have some yeah. slackers but we have some like you know pullers and then we have like you know some average people and like everybody can kind of get through the content and do it and yeah having that large scale feel not only in pvp which is where we only get that feeling um would be really cool like i think comments have been thrown around like about a pve node war this like war of the roses is kind of dabbling a little bit in that because there's some monsters to kill that like are part of the castle sieging like if they capitalize more on that i think that could be a lot more in my opinion fun content for people to do in groups together and i think that'd be really cool yeah oh, i absolutely agree um yeah so we've been talking for a while about this oh my gosh um mm. <laughs> we, uh, we like we have one more topic that i'd like to talk about and i think it's really important uh as we are going to get it um in the next like patch here um and that yeah, is coming, the yeah. new skill add-ons um so like I, I think that this is going to dramatically sh uh, shift the meta of the game, especially in, like, large-scale yeah. PvP. But, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, they're they're pushing this for PvE, but, like, the imp there's a lot of implications here for the world. So, yep. like, what are you guys mm -hmm. most excited about with these? But, like, they're coming tonight, yeah? Yep. Yeah, and so what are you guys know, yeah. most... Yeah, what are you guys most excited about? Blonde, I'll start with you, um, for the skill add-ons coming in. I don't know if I'm excited, but my commentary on the add-ons was that probably this should have came before class balance. I feel like we just got a bunch of adjustments. Some classes got big oh, changes. Some classes yeah. got small changes. There were cooldowns, other stuff. Now adding a flat amount that everybody is getting for add-ons onto all these classes that are going to mean so much more for some classes and so little for others that were already reaching those caps is going to create even more imbalance. I don't know if this was originally intended that they're like, hey, we're going to put these two three add-ons right after we do this thing, or if this is going to be one of those, like, we need to do more, we need to do more, and they're like, okay, let's just throw in, everybody gets tier threes and we're just going to go crazy. I, I hope that they internally balanced all the changes they recently put and the tier three add-on changes together, because right now, you know, some classes are looking a little ahead, some classes are looking a little behind, but I think it was just way too crazy. We really have to see what the testing looks like and what everything's going to look like, but I, I cannot believe that they just were like, all right, and everybody's going to get tier three add-ons and it's going to be crazy, because it's like we just got, quote-unquote, balanced, and now we're getting completely unbalanced again, because, like, for example, Shy's never been able to get tier three add-ons, and now because it's all based on, like, timers and cooldowns and you're always getting the max amount, Shy's now going from, like, zero to hero on top of all the other buffs we've already gotten which is great i love shy buffs <laughs> let's go shy but so many other classes are having so many different changes based on cooldowns and this i mean rotations might even change because people use most of their rotations based on the cooldowns based on their add-ons but now that it's all based on their timers like we're gonna get significant changes and yeah the the changes on pvp are gonna be absolutely insane it's like i think everybody now is always gonna have like a perma 20 extra dp and also a 20 dp shred and also a 20 ap and also an attack speed shred like at max at max level i, I just think it was so not 
thought about for more than two seconds, <laughs> personally. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I think, I, I think you're right. I think it's gonna, it's gonna throw PvE way out of balance. I think it's a little ridiculous. I also think it's a little ridiculous that they keep giving Shy all of these buffs. Um, I love it. <laughs> over and over and over again. Shy players chilling. Bro, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you love it because you like the group grind stuff. The PC. Well, PC I think it's important that Shy's are powerful because barely anyone plays them enough because there's no incentive to. So incentivizing that gameplay because everybody hates it because it's a kid, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's really frustrating because people are like, yeah, if it was something else, I'd play it, but they got to make it powerful enough to be like, man, maybe I should play this. This would make my group grind really great, you know. I'd be useful to my friends. It's like tag and stuff because you can't tag. tag you got to make the soul. Now you got to put tanky Kaffers into it, but it's super worth the investment that you're putting into that class. So, yeah. yeah. I have um, a, a yeah, completely different take on, on the add-ons. I actually really like the imbalance. I'm like all for imbalance. I like whenever <laughs> blue is literally like blue's always talking about this like stupid little snow globe and, and snow globe and shaking up the meta and perhaps this yeah, is the mm -hmm. way to do it, you know? I, I was thinking they could, could have gone further with it, you know, to be honest. Sure. Like, here's an, yeah, to be honest, like, okay, here, let me, like, hear me out, okay? Let mm -hmm. me cook a bit, okay? Let's say the add-on system, you could, in, I don't know, infuse some variations for some of your class abilities. So in the uh, past episodes, uh, we've touched on, like, skill variations and skill trees, and I think this could have been a possible way to do it. So let's say you could add an add-on to, let's say, uh, Witch, um, uh, Voltaic Pulse for Witch, the Witch class, right? Which is the circular AoE of lightning around you. Let's say the add-on alters the spell to cause it to be this long-range line AoE instead. Or another example, let's say we take Wusa. Wusa has a spell called Stormfall, which summons wind and rain around Wusa to, you know, uh, fight against her foes. Let's say there's an add-on that, I don't know, adds a vortex pull to the spell, or another idea I had, uh, which would sort of change her sort of niche, was let's say this add-on turns Stormfall into this monsoon of healing for her and her allies that also pushes enemies away instead. And this changes her niche to take on more of a support and utility role. Stuff like that for every class. I feel like, you know, this is, again, that that snow globe that shakes out the meta. But I I, I don't know. I, I like the imbalance. I like the not people not knowing what the meta is and then just trying out all these different things and just playing whatever they want to play because they think it looks cool and stuff like that, right? So I maybe I'm not even trying to shake. I'm just I'm trying to like break the meta. I'm trying to break that snow globe, <laughs> smash it on the ground, and then see where everything you know <laughs> falls I, into place. You know, we'll Jay, see. you're fucking from nuts. A, from a critic, crazy. Am I from crazy? a from a criticism perspective. I have my opinion, but on that other end, like my own, like, you know, yeah, I'm all for the chaos too. I, I, I do completely agree with that. I think everybody should be OP and everybody should be having fun. That's like my personal goal. I just think that if we're going to be critical about it, I don't think it was well thought of and it's going to cause a lot of problems. But on the other end, I, I love everybody having fun. So if everybody's having fun and being happy playing their class, I, people need to have fun grinding because that's again, 90% of what you're going to do until you reach your gear goal. And then you got to find something else to do, whether it's PVP or, whatever you know and people need to have fun doing that and if this makes that fun then hey that's a good that's a good change in the end i i think sorry etsy just fucking yard me bro i'm so pissed <laughs> i'm actually so fucking pissed right now um you know actually yeah, um can i add one more thing um there is okay there's one other combat so they're changing up this combat system right um they're they're you know they're sort of reworking it the the add-on system i feel like there was one more um combat system that 
they could and should touch on, which I always felt was a little bit lackluster and could use some TLC, and that's the rebombs, the the skill enhancements in a skill enhancement system. You know, on on oh yeah. Okay. Also, one side note, I always get this question asked on like my stream, like like whenever I refer to skill enhancements as rebombs, like why are they called rebombs, right? It always confuses my chat. But uh, it's actually originally from um, this NPC called Rebomb. She was this. She's the skill instructor in Valencia, and she invented and discovered the technique of mixing two abilities together. So that's where the rebomb name comes from. That's that's how it was originally named cool. when they first released it. That's why it's called rebombs. It's named after her. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I always love having these unique ways to customize your playstyle, and and skill trees are probably like the best way to do that. And skill enhancement skills or bombs are like the closest thing we have to what a skill tree is for BDO. And I feel yeah. like they could do so much more. Like, let's say we still have the three skill slots. You know, maybe we get more in the future. But let's say we have ten different options that could dictate. Um, a little bit of the variation of the place that we play so let's say example let's say we want to play a bit more aggressively or offensively we could take offensive options for our rebombs or skill enhancements right or maybe let's say we want to play a little bit more support and utility and defensive and then there would be options for that kind of play style as well you know and, and maybe we could take it a step further and introduce awakening rebombs or awakening skill enhancements whatever you want to call it so those those would be my ideas i feel like they could touch it just a little bit you know yeah because people the problem with making the rebombs being two skills that are like both damage or both protection or both the same thing means that there's no variation people will always choose yeah. the 0.1 percent better like, skill yeah. every time no doubt about it but if they make both skills completely different something that's maybe a heal something that's a damage something that's a huge cc something that's a, in a different way i i think that that's the proper way to have those rebombs laid out because yeah. Um, people will always choose like damage for grinding, but if there's a yeah. very big variation, like you actually are choosing rather than just picking best in slot and just going with it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. they both have their own role and niche. Like the, when you choose the two, like I think the the first rebomb for Witch and Wizard really nails it, w right? Because right, because right, you have the the fireball or the heal, right? That's or the heal, yeah. That's the that's, best that's one. It's like, are you going rebomb? Are you rebomb healing because you're a Giga Chat, or are you, you rebomb fireballing because you're a dumb idiot who's going to go solo in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you dare tell me. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like. I think there's like rebombs definitely don't have. They're they're not living up to the potential uh, that they absolutely could. So, like, yeah. I, I think they could do a lot more with skill trees. I was actually kind of hoping at the ball that maybe they would come out uh, and hit us with like something like new and like spicy. Um, like a new skill tree, kind of like they did with Succession the one time. Yeah. Like, I, I think they could do more with the classes. Like, I, I want to feel more, like, uh, attached to my class. Um, like, I, I am attached to them, but, like, you know, I, there's always the chronic reroll syndrome. So, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I, I do feel that the skill add-ons are going to have huge implications in PvP that probably mm -hmm. were not thought through at all. And by probably not thought through, I mean... A hundred million percent. There is no way that they thought it through. Um, yeah. But like, I think that because like I I don't know. There's going to be some classes that are just basically going to rise to the top of the meta game, um, just because they get a bunch of HP act uh, on hit, or they have a bunch of uh, extra damage um, on certain skills now that they didn't have before. Now they can hit a hundred percent crit damage all the time, or whatever. Like they're just going to be doing far far more damage than they did before i also think that like they kind of put pve in a solid spot and then like they're 
what is with the the nerfs? What? Why? Why would they? Why would? Why are they nerfing like Lon and DK and stuff when like the add-ons aren't even out yet? And they're nerfing yeah. classes. Like, what is the deal with that? Well, it just understand. shows that it's it's all about KR and no feedback from NAE or any other region got to go to them. So, it's it's going to be entirely KR's feedback that they're going to listen to, which is frustrating. Um, because we all play the game, not just KR, right? Yep. So I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't think they're thinking. That one point there. Oh, you mentioned, Sorry, um, Juan, here. you mentioned uh, that you wanted to touch on uh, something, right? The, the crystal stuff, right? Or something like that? Um, yeah. So I was having a chat with some friends of mine, and I thought of this thing that would be kind of cool to talk about. Um, there's not a lot of chaotic PvE content in BDO, right? We have... Um, we basically the the most chaos we ever had was uh, Alter of Blood. You know what I mean? And I guess the bosses could be kind of chaotic, but everything's kind of like okay, I kill this pack, I kill this pack, I kill this pack, I run in a circle. That's like your daily grind. Um, and it's there's like a lack of that. Mm-hmm. Similar to that, the Crystal Loss event caused so many players, especially on Reddit, I saw different discords, friends, new players, all to go out and try all kinds of different grind spots. And I've had this conversation with some friends about like how we should not have crystal loss. The console market seems to be fine even with no crystal loss because new players are still coming in and buying up crystals. Some stuff's affected. I think they're rebellious as low, and that's a good thing because you have to do literally three main story questlines just to combine the crystals just to get it. But I think that it's... um. It'd be cool if there were more, my friend and I had this discussion, it'd be cool if there were more um, dynamic, crazy spots. And again, we touched on this a little bit, like the new War of the Roses having like some PvE content, like a PvE node war has been mentioned, like I said before. Um, it'd be really cool if we had that, because we don't have like any of this sort of, um, and this has been touched on obviously by everybody, like now that we... Because the goal was get gear so you can do node wars. But so many people complained that they couldn't access node wars because they had to grind so much that they made it so that everything's kind of gear capped, right? So now there's no, like, even if you're 700 gears, like, if you're whatever gear score, you can do any of the wars, right? And there's very little content that's, like, based on your gear, but people aren't motivated to grind to get stuff. So, like, having this gear progress similar to like not exactly but world of warcraft is like okay you're leveling and you're questing then you hit max level okay then you're going to do your normal dungeon okay then you get the normal dungeon gear then you move to heroic dungeon okay you did your heroic dungeon now you're going to do your mythic dungeon okay now that you got mythic dungeon now you can actually access the raid and those kind of types of progression aspects like oh i've reached 680 gear score now i can do war of the roses oh i reached 700 gear score it shouldn't just be inherently the grind spots themselves that are the motivation because that slowly stopped the motivation it should be other things like other activities and things to be able to have access to like like oh i want to reach 17 gear score because then i can queue up for uh war of odraxia now me and my friends can go do a pv node war where it's a horde mode system and we're killing a million mobs or something um th- there's got to be extra aspects to the game because the the sandbox bit of like well, you can do anything. Well, everybody just wants to grind and then go into PvP or just keep grinding and then they, they grind so much they don't, they're not motivated because there's no other aspect of the game to, like, play. All the grind spots are pretty similar. You know, people are wanting a little bit of variation and, um, you know, I think that's kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, like, cool. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're, like, we're all asking for just, bro, just more PvE content. I know, and I'm the PvPer no. here. Of the three of us, I'm the PvPer. Like, <laughs> I... 
Uh, like I, I do feel that they should probably address somewhere in the ball that they like they need to address the state of like open world PvP. They've they've got to do something mm -hmm. about that. But more importantly, I think like any sort of raid or large scale PVE content is really good. And then like I just think it would be kind of basic if they looked at the new region and they were just like we're well, here are the new grind spots. Some of them are parties, some of them are not. You know, here's the new class. I don't think yep. that that's enough. Like, I'm tired of that content cycle. I want something new. Especially since we have, um, like, like this is the opportunity to make something new. Like, they, they we're, we've got Ator shoes now. That's done. All four Dead God armor mm -hmm. pieces are done. Now they need to come up with something new, something to push us to the next level. I'm really hoping that, that like, the new, like, okay, hoping against hope that the new, like, dungeon raid is, like, a 20-man dungeon raid. And then the new upgrade is gated behind doing that consistently. Over and over again, yeah. I would love doing that. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Guild Wars 2 does this system where somehow all content, all old content in any expansion is always relevant because you sort of have these like Sherpa runs. I know it's inherently based on the design of the game, but they have like constant systems where you're always running back to go collect a currency and they don't have a gear score. Their gear is like, you, you have like some basic gear when you're leveling up and you hit max level and then you can get what's called ancestral gear and that's kind of like gear with stats. But you can do all content at basically kind of any gear level. There's no real thing. And you can do all the old content and all the old expansions. Um, and there's like tons of just random activities and events that pop up, like literal events that'll pop up at like exactly four o'clock, six o'clock, eight o'clock. And then you run around and follow these things and kill these monsters. Then you run around and do this event. Like having more active like world style events like that, I think would be really cool. I don't know how it'd be on the game design for its server and other things like that. I don't know. But having that like something being like just like chaotically dynamic, I guess, is the, the idea. Um, even when you don't have incentives for gear specifically, but you have incentives in other ways, like they give you collectibles or a costume or a pet or a thing or that. Like I just yeah, got my eighth so pit a pat mole leaf thing and the pet's not even that oh, good. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I can't wait till I get 10 so it can be a regular mole. It's not even legendary. It's not even tier four automatically. What the heck? Actually, when you were talking about um, that stuff with like um, ancestral gear or whatever, that kind of remind me of uh, I don't know if the same thing, but in Final Fantasy they have um, I, forget, I forgot what it's called, but you could scale down. Let's say you're doing an old raid, it would like scale down your gear so that it would be as difficult as when the raid first came out. Yeah, and then yep. if you did that, you would be able to achieve the achievements or whatever. Yep. And Final Fantasy does that. Those, yeah, mm -hmm. you would get those aesthetics that were, uh, uh, you know, because you can't do the you can't get the aesthetics if you use your overpowered gear. You had to do right. it at the time when it was difficult. And right. so that was a way to do it. And maybe, I don't know, BDO could have something like that where, I don't know, you, you know, yeah. you have gear capped PVP. Maybe there's gear capped PVE stuff that's still really hard to do. And if you were able to do it, you could get these really cool exclusive, I don't know, aesthetic costumes or titles or et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah, I don't think them designing a new costume for everyone to buy. Like, sure, that incentivizes some players to buy it and some people are going to get it. But, like, having a new costume to go get from a boss or a grind spot or something, they need to, like, put it... They need to do that for, like, the next five costumes, okay? Like, make another world boss. The One of the super world bosses drop a costume. Make a 
people go to Kudum because they want a cool Kudum costume. Okay, make a dungeon costume. Okay, you've run all three dungeons. Once you get a hunt, like 50 of each pity piece from every single dungeon, you can combine them together and get a super cool outfit. Like something that motivates people to play other than monetization because people are like not caring about money. Like, what do I need money for if I'm gear captain on my Node Wars? I'm going to log in a Node War and log out. I want to keep playing, but I have no incentive because I don't want to go in circles. I want to do something else. And that needs to be incentivized through rewards that are in our system, but a different thing you know what i mean like a yeah. a token that gets redeemed somewhere like uh, it's um it'd be so cool and, and it would still be the same systems we already have just adding a loot drop that lets you redeem that mm. you know yeah so yeah oh, i completely agree that's um good. yeah no we are running low on time here uh right. at the end of time remaining i was too busy um uh bming cm etsu there um <laughs> Oh, he just, the dude yard me, so I just said that CMSU yeah. is now the balance CM, and you should DM him directly on Discord with all I of your see. balance complaints and concerns. Um, okay. Two can play at this game. One, one, bozo. Um, <laughs> that being said, we should probably do outros at this point. Jay, why don't you go first yes. here? Yeah, hi, I'm Jaycoon VT. I'm an Awakening Wisdomay. I'm doing a lot of endgame PvE content, such as Owens, the Dungeons, uh, and I'm always happy to answer questions for new players, old players. Come find me over at twitch.tv slash JQNVTV before the T. All right on. You kind of nailed that. And um, Blonde? I know. <laughs> I know. He's same, like, I know. Same, same what uh, JQN said. Yeah, same thing. Uh, twitch.tv slash Bear. Oh, my God. You cannot. Mm -hmm. Nah. This is like blonde one time. Before the bear. No, this is like one time I was recruiting for my guild in world chat and I put out all this really well thought out like stuff. It looks like all really crisp and, and everything. And somebody just posts under it and goes, um, join this guild slightly better than the aforementioned guild. And then they put the discord information. Uh, I'm blonde bear. I'm eight out of nine on the LVD. Pretty sure I'm number one in NA to get it. One day will drop. We're waiting for the eyeball at Thornwood. That's where I'm grinding. And I'm still four to five for the merchant ring piece at Owens. So you can catch me on my stream at twitch.tv slash bomb bear there. We're at fifteen hundred hours of grinding Owens without a piece dropping in my inventory. Although it drops in everybody else's. Oh, no. So yeah. Catch me uh doing that Soon. on my stream. And Soon. I am Blue Squadron, who cannot be swayed by Blonde Bear. Do not try to feel <laughs> sorry for him in any way. He one tapped all three of his debos. One tapped all of his tet dead gods and is literally god of enhancing. Has never struggled in his life except at this one piece, and he's actually has the gall to complain about it. It's actually whoa, unreal. Whoa. Well, I've never complained about that ever. Never, 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 ever. What you're? What, what the, and you're it was a it was a one and a two and a three tap on the the necklace belt and then the earring. Actually. Oh, oh wow, you're three out of six. Oh, oh my god. no, oh. that must have been horrible. Well, it's for like you. it's cool. It's like one and then two oh and god. then three. Like that's really cool, right? Well, then, yeah. So the the ring will be number four. It'll be four clicks, right? That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Land uh -huh. demons. Yeah, and you've never yeah. complained about the merchant ring piece except that Jay made this wonderfully apt gif of you. And okay. who literally it's 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 <laughs> Do you know the how many he's he's dropped Frodo, like four of them. With Frodo me. has the ring around his it's Jaycoon. Frodo's got the <laughs> ring around his neck, and here comes you saw here that. Goes, <laughs> yeah, and here comes this. Oh, that's my old ring. I'd love to have it one more time. <laughs> and he's like trying to blonde bear. Dude, okay. He dropped four of them in party with me. Deal with I, ha I have, I have, I have. So we actually a funny story. We actually um watched uh an 
Lord of the Rings. That's what it's called. For yep. the, I watched Lord Excuse of the Rings for the first time with that's Blonde what it's Bear. Called. <laughs> during during Fang Scrolls and that scene it caught me off guard because I was like I was like expecting Invested. this really fun adventure movie and then it turned into horror all of a sudden it was terrifying I'm really bad with horror stuff it's I am too I've been playing a lot of Lethal I'm Company oh you were playing Lethal Company though mm. yeah, it's, <laughs> what is that game there's just it's so much fun oh it's, it's so, so fun and so scary it. we should it's play so it good. yeah yeah that would be so fun. Sounds like some sussy shit. Like oh, last yeah. time, last time they like last time I was playing like Duck Duck Goose, which is like Among Us, but for ducks and geese. And oh, like, I love bro. Uh, yeah, Wait, Goose was, Goose Duck. Yeah, Goose Goose Duck. Goose, it's and like Goose, Longhorn I love Finch. Goose Goose Duck. Longhorn Finch walks up to me and goes, "Hey, Blue, good fights in Node Wars tonight." Oh, I'm like, oh, thanks. I just like just mm -hmm. finished the task. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, just so you know, there's nothing personal. And then he sliced me in half like a maniac and kept walking. <laughs> The the I pelican role in that game is so games. much fun. I love it. The pelican makes the game two times Among Us. Like <laughs> it's so much fun. Love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to play the horror game on stream. Uh, now that the sub goal was reached, but uh, from all, uh, I am Blue Squadron. There's always something going on on my channel. Uh, honestly, when I say always, uh, lately I really do mean always. Literally this always. Subathon has been going on for eleven days. Um, we're actually on day 11 now, I think. Um, we were on day 10 yesterday. Now we're on day 11 officially. Uh, there's always YouTube content being released on the YouTube, at least two, two videos a day, typically, uh, on the YouTube. So make sure you check that, that, that out. There's going to be events, uh, all of next month. So make sure you tune in for that. Join the discord, uh, check out the Twitter and all the social medias because I always keep those up to date as well. From all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast. Oh, yeah. Remember to catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, from all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, have a great rest of your week, guys.